Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Rolling. We're rolling. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? What's I, like, up? I expected them to like answer back. I know, right? I was, like, hey, we're response. great. Hey. <laughs> hey, not a lot. Awesome. What have you been doing? Hey, it's um, Easter weekend. All of us are in your hometown. That's why there's so much traffic. <laughs> oh, my God. So much traffic. It's so stupid. I mean, it's beautiful here, so... Yeah, how is the yeah, weather? I need to know because it's getting really nice here and I'm leaving. <laughs> I was I like, know. great. Of it's, course um, that would happen. It's gorgeous. Like beautiful. Nice. High 70s. Well, especially my area. Yeah. Once you get to Aptos, it's a little cooler. We never go but, there. Yeah, no, it's been really nice. Nah, who wants to go there? <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. We are Zooming again. Because I was supposed to be going to Utah this past Wednesday through Saturday, and we were told that Ruby's surgery, my daughter, my youngest daughter's um, getting surgery on her scaphoid, which is the bone that connects the thumb to the wrist. I think that's right. Um, but they didn't schedule it till Tuesday, so I could have come. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't find that out until... Tuesday. Yep. But also, um, since Gina, you know, didn't come through on coming to Utah, what a loser. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm driving back to California on Tuesday. So podcasts, we're going to get a bunch done while I'm in in California. Yeah. We'll be in person and the recordings will be better and we'll not be Zooming. Yeah. I get so excited. I, I like, uh, I came home and there was a box and I thought it was for me and I opened it up and I was like, what is this? And it was for you. What was it? And I was like, I don't know. Oh, it's Enswear. Kind of it. No. You sure? Devin's sending that. Yeah. It was like some, oh, that's annoying. How do I turn that off? What? You hear that? Oh. No. Shit. 
No, not now. Sorry. I'm still learning how to use my computer. Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> so computer illiterate. So bad. Although, you know what? So am I. The more that like. I You're way better than me. I can. I know the basics. Yeah, I don't even know that. No, you don't. You know, my favorite is like, very, we need you to do something. And I'm like, all right, just FaceTime me. All right, show me what you're looking at. Okay, uh, click that. No, not that one. That Click that right there. <laughs> We're going to click it. It's like when you had to, um, when I you had to download, download I just podcasts. Send the podcast. Because you had the, the card with you. And I was like, all right, you just got to grab it, drag and drop it. We're just going to click on it and we're going to drag it and drop it into our G drive. And yep, just hang on to it. And you're like, it's not fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm like FaceTiming you and I don't know how to turn the camera around. Yep. <laughs> you're like, Gina. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm still looking into the camera. Show me what you see. Like backwards trying to and you're like, you. And then you like flip oh. it, but then the camera's like over here. I'm like those memes that you see of all those uh, people talking about their moms trying to figure shit out. I remember my mom could never figure out the VCR. We're like, mom, you literally just hit play. You just I mean, that's how push I feel it now. In and you hit push play. it in and you hit play. Yeah. Um, no, no. I don't know what the box was. It had like, it looked like some workout stuff or something that somebody sent you. Hmm. Maybe like a yoga mat and something else. I don't know. Hmm. I didn't really dig through it. I realized it wasn't for me, but. The point of me bringing it up is I was so excited because I was like, oh, Brooke's coming. Yeah. Coming to live with me. Yeah. 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 So many slumber parties. Hey, have our, um, our turbines arrived yet? No. They should be. I, I think they've been shipped. Um, I got a notification. They're coming to your house. Okay. I'll keep a lookout. Yeah. We ordered new. So um, we talked about it on the last oh, one. Oh, we did. That's right. Well, two, we've been, yeah, we've been waiting for them yeah. made to order. So we ordered them like a month ago, <laughs> almost a month, <laughs> nah, like three weeks or more. They've just, been, they've just been making them. Just been making them. This whole time. I'm really um, hoping that we like them. I think we'll look pretty great. I mean, we may not want to wear them like out and about, but we'll for sure wear them around the house with each other. We'll for sure take a picture of ourselves and put it up on our, our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Looking super sexy. Sexy. Super um, oh, I found a really great, have you used the Oribe hair yeah. mask? Mm. Am I saying that right? Oribe? Yeah. Something like that. Oribe. 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 I've used quite a few of their products, but I'm not sure if I've used the hair mask. Okay. What, kind just, of, what color uh, bottle is it in? Is it in like the, the uh, container where it's screw tops? It's like a, yeah. I think I yeah. have bought that before. I have used it, but... It, I put it on my hair last night. We're doing that. Okay. We'll put it in our turbans. I will also Uh, bring all of the new um, sample products for Athea Skincare. We have new face masks and like hydrating oil and all these things that I'm sampling. Yeah. And I love them all. I've been using all these different products and my skin feels so good. Even in this dry weather. Your skin looks good. I have no makeup on. I have my eyebrows on. All right, Apple. No, but I'm saying like, I do have no makeup on. So if you're saying it looks good and finally it's, you know, starting to look good. (laughs) (laughs) It's working. I'm like, I have this moisturizer on and then from putting sunscreen and stuff on, I'm a little shiny, but it is what it is, guys. This is me. 
Yeah, but when you get to my age, you like the shine. No, I like the... you have oil in your skin and you have like... A, <laughs> it, it's like you're youthful. I like... I, just, I try to be as shiny as possible. I like the shine. It's just sometimes I'll see my face like in... Typically, it's like on FaceTime or if you like turn on your camera and accidentally it's front facing, you have a bad angle it's, and it's like, bing, bing. It's like a glare. <laughs> you can't see. You're like, oh. <clears throat> uh, um, anyway. So you guys, I had texted Gina because I was like, hey, we should talk about, I wanted her to watch. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, I actually wrote it in my notes. I've been trying to. Oh, you're so good. Well, I've been trying to write things down that either I'm experiencing or comes to mind that I'm like, oh, we should talk about that. Now I've been trying to write them down. Like normal podcasters? Yeah. Yeah. Like be prepared? Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's probably best for both of us. Okay. So, uh, Seaspiracy. Yeah. Dude. So you had, you had texted me yesterday and you said, you've got to watch this. I said, I've watched it. I literally just watched it. Yeah, I was like, let's, because I was going to tell her to watch it so we could talk about it. Yeah. She already it's watched it. It's called on Netflix. Yep. Right? Netflix. Yep. Pretty insane. Really insane. Basically, in a nutshell, um, talks about, well, a lot of things, but I'll, I'll say a big, a big topic they do they're uh, just trying to discover or find more information on is this fight against um garbage buildup in the ocean right like plastic and straws to go cups plastic toothbrushes like all kinds of things like this and this like war on straws and this like finding out (laughs) that um the biggest issue like, that's all an issue. Like, we all do need to, you know, everybody needs to consider our, our life on this planet when they're buying shit. Like, we, we everyone does. And it's so right. easy we, to we, be like, it's so easy to be like, yeah, oh my God, I'm never going to buy that again. Oh my God. And then the second you like, you need something or you're going out to eat and they give you a drink to go and you're like, uh, just this time. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> right. it's just so easy to be like, uh, just go actually, right out the window. yeah, I would really love a straw. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but basically, uh, the biggest issue is not, is that is an issue, but the biggest issue is not straws and, you know, plastic and this trash that's in the ocean. It's fishing nets. Commercial fishing. It's the, it's commercial fishing. The plastic that is fine, they're finding in the stomachs of whales, in all, fish, dolphins, like basically the biggest issue that if we're just talking about trash getting ingested into sea creatures, it's n- the biggest issue is equipment from commercial fishing boats. Yeah. And they say that it doesn't even matter. Even if everybody really decreased heavily or got rid of completely, you know, straws and this plastic plastic cups and things like that, it wouldn't matter because the biggest issue is commercial fishing. It's commercial fishing. It would yeah. still be fucked up. It's still yeah. just a, we would be destined to kill off everything in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah, it was, 
it was pretty insane that the, the guy that does the documentary, he starts out because he wants to know what more he can do for the cause of keeping our ocean safe and all that. And so he travels. I can't remember where he goes. He went all over. Yeah. He went, yeah, he, yeah went, he went all over, but basically in his journey to find out what more he could do, he found out that even his favorite, I think it was, uh, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but his it was his favorite, favorite nonprofit organization. organization. Yeah. Nonprofit organization. He tracked it back. He went and interviewed them and asked what, what could be done. Um, anyway, through, through this journey, he finds out not only is, tuna that they say is uh, dolphin free is not dolphin free nope uh, no it's it's, it's not also- that it, it's not that it's not right because the thing about these people is they just deflect the whole time like he's right. asking them just a very straight question like he's just wanting to know he went on this right. journey because he's just he needs to know like what can be done because he feels like he's doing everything he can but yet it's still an issue and you know all these organizations are like you know, against things like straws, but he couldn't figure out like, why is nothing, you know, what else can we do? But he asked the question to the guy like, okay, so you're saying, cause on the can it's saying like, it's guaranteed that there's no dolphin in this. Right. And the guy's like, you find out that the, this, this organization, their job, which aside from commercial fishing, they call it, um, sustainable fishing mm-hmm. or whatever that they're supposed Which to have no some thing. like people are supposed to be on all of these ships and they're supposed to oversee everything for one on uh, one um these ships are huge so right. how is one person going to see anything they're not right uh then he finds out that there's not always people on them and the guy he was talking to actually has never gone and observed so that's an right. issue and then he it actually is not being regulated so it's not being regulated and um there's so much bycatch and the bycatch is dolphins, seals, turtles, uh, sharks, and they just get mangled and they're usually dead before they're even put them back in the water Yeah, and they die in the water. I don't and even they, think they, they put them back in the water half the time. Dude. They just let them die. It's and crazy. Of course, anyone working that boat who's getting paid, if they get asked the question from a observer, um, did you happen to scoop up any dolphins? They're going to be like, nope. 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 It no was good. Here. No dolphins no here. Dolphins. Yeah. Put the stamp of approval on that can of tuna. Right. Yeah. And he asked, he and basically. Saying too that, that a lot of times they'll just go off of the word of the captain. Yep. Which exactly. The captain is the one making the money. Yep. From the catch. So of course he's going to say, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And the guy, say, yeah. he just kept deflecting because he was like, you know, well, he's like, well, we can't, I mean. We can't be sure, you know? So then the, I can't remember the guy's name who did the documentary. He said, so what you're saying is you cannot guarantee that this is dolphin free. And he goes, oh no, no, we can guarantee it. He's like, he's like, but we just can't guarantee that like, you know, that everything, you know, we just can't guarantee it. And he's like, so you're saying you can't guarantee it. It's like, oh no, no, we can guarantee it. It's like, what are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying? Just deflecting. Yeah. And then I love how he asks, uh, he says, well, how do we know that, how do we know that we're eating uh, dolphin free tuna? He goes, eat one that says that it's dolphin free. Like after he gives the whole thing 
about how they don't know if it's dolphin free or not. And you're like, wait, what? It's yeah. insane. And then he it's went insane. to he went to his favorite organization to sit down to basically address the fact that um, he was addressing the percentage of plastic in this, like the cultivated, you know, garbage islands or whatever. And the woman is saying, he said, what is the highest percentage of like, uh, you know, garbage? Like what is the, like the, the, the actual product or whatever? Like what's the highest, what's the thing that is the highest percentage, like taking up most of that space? And she immediately, immediately jumps into like, we know, straws, plastic garbage cups. And and he goes, well, no. Um, And he gives her the percentage that was given by like a, someone who that's like, I don't know what the proper term, I guess he's like a scientist, like a, or like a activist, activist, not an activist, like someone in like a freaking lab that that's what they're studying is all all the stuff out there. He said, he gave her the, it was over 50%. So he was saying, what's the majority, right? He wanted to, he asked her, what's the majority out there? And she says, you know, straws, cups, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, no, isn't majority would be anything 50% or more would be the majority. And he goes, because it was like over 50% is fishing nets. I think it was way more than that. No, it was, but it was like well over 50%. And she says, well, no. And he goes, well, isn't the majority, the majority means like over 50% or more, 50% or more. And she says, well, she's just, she's just backpedaling the whole time. Scrambling. Like scrambling, trying to find like, <laughs> he has these hard numbers that right. has tons of like, information and, uh, you know, numbers backing it. And she just couldn't say anything. She just kept trying to say, no, that that's not the, that's not the majority, that the majority is like what her website, what the website says. And he stops her. And, and then she like, kind of goes, well, I'm not in charge of the website. Yes. Well, I'm, you know, so then he, <laughs> she, she moves him to speak to the woman who's in charge of the whole organization. And he just confronts her with these numbers. And she basically tells him to turn the camera off. Yeah. That's when you know. And so then they have to leave. And he's so like irritated and, and confused at like, why why can't you just answer the question? Like, this is what your organization is all about. Like, we're on the same team. I'm just asking you, what's the majority of the shit out there? But she can't answer it. And she kept deflecting, wouldn't say anything about anything to do with fishing, wouldn't talk about it. And then he did some digging into the website and found out that the company he had spoke to that was, you know, um, that puts the stamp of approval on cans of tuna and this organization that like owns that that same organization funds her organization. So of course they can't talk about the topic of the biggest issue, commercial, the elephant right. in the room, the nets, that the, the issue right. is the fishing. It's not our trash. Like, yes, our trash is bad, 100%. But, it makes but, up like something like 4% of the, of the problem where you've got this other thing that is a, this ginormous percentage yeah, that yeah. they're just trying to ignore because they're backed by the people that are making money off of that. And that's why... Um, one of the gentlemen in the video, he was saying is like, it doesn't, even if everyone, like we kind of, we solved the problem of our personal trash, 
it would not even come. It's not going to do anything. We are still on the road to literally our oceans being empty by 2048. Yeah, I saw that. Scary. Oh, I was watching it and I was just like, I I was like, it just, it like, it fucked me up. I was like, oh, just one more thing. That's like, uh, you can do what, you know, you can do what you can do to try and like, literally it's like, well, what, what can people do? And one of the ladies was like, eat eat less fish. And it's like, holy shit. Yes. And at the same time though, you think about just how many people are in our country and then you watch the part where he goes to Asia to look into um, shark fin soup. The amount of sharks that they have, they catch, cut their fins off and throw them out. And they have the numbers on the documentary of where certain, like certain sharks, how many of them are being killed a year is mind boggling. It is. And they explain too, he's like, you know, a lot of people would think like, oh yeah, get rid of the sharks. Like people are scared of sharks. But the reality is, is that's the top of the food chain in the ocean. You get rid of that and like just, it just pandemonium, just so many, thing gets, so many things yeah. get destroyed. And then yeah, you get into the whole, the whole ecosystem. And then you get into the whole thing where they're talking about fish and whales and things that come to the surface and pull carbon down and they take it down and put it into the plants and our coral reefs are, reefs are dying. And you have the way they fish now is they scrape the entire bottom of the ocean, ruining everything there. It's like yeah. you're literally, <laughs> every, you know, we're destroying you know, it. Everything. Like people are so, yeah. we're so, uh, well, I would say this. Um, well, it's money. M- well, that's the thing. It's money. But it's not going to matter if you have money if we don't have. Uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I mean, do they just feel like maybe they'll be dead by then and don't really give a shit about their kids and grandkids or anything else? Oh, my God. And then, you know, know, then he talks about this whole fishing industry. There's so many clips of just how many boats are out there, how many of them in certain parts of the world, they basically will go and fish at nighttime in areas that they're not supposed to. And basically being pirates out there <clears throat> and uh, how some of this, the same organizations with these boats are in, are over um, human trafficking, drug tra- trafficking. Um, there's been countless numbers of people that were, obs- that are, were observers that went missing. Right. Cause you can just throw someone over the boat. Um, there's people enslaved in other countries that spent, there's a couple men that they speak to that were on a boat for 10 plus years. Yeah. It's kept there. Dude. The Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then the, there's the, the I, I think the other interesting thing was we talk about sustainability so much and how that word is thrown around. And so now people will see a label and go, oh, it's sustainable. Okay, then it must be okay. And they were saying how none of it's sustainable. <laughs> they, now they have the fisheries where they, and, and you think about it, and you go, oh, well, that makes sense. They're just basically growing their own fish. You know, they have their, their little nets in the water and they just, they, you know, let them breed and, and we'll just eat from that. Yeah, farm. They had um, a farm in, I can't remember where uh, it was. It's, it's in uh, Norway. Norway? It was in Scotland. Oh, Scotland. There's one where they, they do have, salmon. Yeah, they they breed the salmon, but the salmon are so like they're um, what do they call it? Water? No, sea lice. They're sea infested. Lice. Because the issue is where, so when they first start going there in the documentary, I'm thinking to myself like, okay, this seems like a like a pretty good you know um, option, right? You know, like let's <laughs> let's actually thing. just you know. Uh, house the fish that we're trying to capture and leave the bottom of the ocean alone and stop getting all the bycatch that <laughs> people don't give right. a shit about. Um, people that work in that industry. And some people probably work there and care about it, but they need a pay they need a paycheck. They're just like, well, you know, right. uh, I'll be dead before this causes any issues anyways. <laughs> right. Or maybe don't even understand the repercussions of it. But he went undercover to that um like fish farm, basically. And got to see it up close and personal and they're doing salmon. And what the, the issue is like, you have all these fish. It's, it's the same. It's not the same, but it's like the same thing where in commercial livestock, like commercial mm -hmm. beef, the issue, which so many people, 
you know, it's like, oh, it, meat is bad. Beef is bad. It's bad for the environment. Actually, no. It's because it's been commercialized and you put all of these animals in a small space and that's the only place they ever live and you feed them from a trough. You don't let them roam and actually help create vegetation when they move, like migrate through land. That's what we need. And that's the issue because everything's been commercialized. And then you have well, everything in consumption. Yeah, and you have everything in one area. And then it's just gross. So the fish, they have them all in this one area. So they're just swimming. They can't swim around. So as they poop, it just keeps they just are swimming in their own filth. They get all kinds of infection, um, bacteria. Um, then you find out what they're feeding them. The amount of fish it takes to create just the amount of fish that it takes for them to create like it's just a big issue okay <laughs> it's, it doesn't make any <laughs> when you actually learn, when you actually le- learn about it of just how much it what they have to do to create the food and then what that does and then they feed all these fish and then all the fish are just swimming in their own filth the whole time they're all basically infected and diseased a lot of them well, just did you see that some of them like die from chlamydia yeah dude I'm it's like, what they're yes, all just fucking yeah. in there I think it's no, not I don't know <laughs> just a huge portion. But that, I mean, that was all I'm disgusting, joking. right? Like already, but I'm like, so already, I'm like, I will never, one, eat that again. Uh, two, it is, they're so diseased that even when they, you know, process the fish to then be able to package them and send them off or whatever, they actually, the, the farm or whatever, they get to pick what color they want the salmon to be. Yeah. So it looks like it's fresh. And if you because see the picture before, it's gray. It's gray. Like the so salmon that you're, the salmon, dude, salmon. the salmon that you are buying like in your grocery store right now, the salmon you are buying in your grocery store right now, the, the chances of it have been one carrying all kinds of weird diseases in it Two that that's not its real color and that's just been injected so it looks tasty for you and looks fresh very high yeah and not only is that and you could get chlamydia and you could get chlamydia <laughs> not only is that disgusting to think about like eating that right but i am i'm the kind of person that i have i <laughs> i care more like when stuff's happening to animals it like it hurts me so much more than when it happens to humans <laughs> like in movies until she had a kid like yeah. in movies yeah but it's just uh it's just so fucked up yeah it's just it's pretty mind-boggling it's so nuts man and you think about i can't remember what war it was when they started doing commercial um like commercializing farming it was during the I don't remember. I can't remember, but that's kind of when it happened. And um, if you got, you guys need to watch the documentary, uh, Kiss the Ground. No, is it Kiss the Ground or Kiss the Soil? Hang on. You need to watch this. Okay. Watch it this weekend. It will blow your mind. Just open your eyes to, honestly, everything they're talking about, for the most part, you'll have been like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. But it will give you so much more education and understanding of basically agriculture 
and the effects of farming and how I've seen it. Really? I might have seen it because um, it talks about how you want to do pasture raised rather than and the effects on all the farming and all that. Is it? I mean, well, it's it's uh, like it's really it's, documentary on that, but it's called Kiss the Ground, and it's talking about like, for the most part, it's talking it about talk, soil talking about health, the trees, yeah, and the trees and all that. Well, what about the trees? <laughs> You're <gonna make> me <laughs> <explain>. <laughs> what you about know, the like trees? Like the trees, trees are good. Yeah, you know, like the trees. So what it There's talks part, about. like where they show like how the root system and how. Wrong documentary. No? Okay. That's a really good one. You know what I'm talking about? That's about, um, yes, but I don't think that is this one. It might be. Okay. For the most part. It also goes into farming. For the most part, Kiss the Ground is talking about soil health and how that's the biggest, that's what like farmers they need to be farmers of soil. And if they're farmers of their soil and making sure, because in a lot of areas, soil is becoming dirt, which means it has no, there's no life in it. There's no bi- bicro- microbial, microbial. Um, mm-hmm. And then you can't grow anything. And it's because it becomes dirt. And that's what happens to commercialized crops of when they're doing one type of crop, like they're just doing corn. They're just doing soybean. They're just doing hay. You know what I mean? Um, the issue is lack, the lack, of, lack of diversity. Well, a lot of that is to feed the cattle, but also it's for the industry. It's for food industry. Soy, oh, okay. corn, you know, it's a gov- government basically paying these farms to only produce that. And it makes more sense to them. And also, I can't remember what war it was during, but it was probably during a really hard time where that's like a guaranteed paycheck for people who who uh, were feeding the country, right? When right. in reality, a lot of areas, we should just be feeding our own area. Um, but instead, we are doing growing mass amounts, which then is going to push you, almost pressure you to have to use different pesticides or different things to f- like get your crop to grow. And all it's doing is deteriorating the earth. And then eventually you won't be able to grow anything there anymore. And it's talking about, but it's about soil. And in terms of livestock, in terms of um, cows and like the beef industry, the issue when they, you know, you learn about all of that, it's very for, it's very like um, anti-beef forward. Like that is like what has been promoted so much and it's so easy. You know, it's like, we're in, we're such a, we're such a, um, yeah, what is it? The not delete culture. It's a cancel, cancel culture, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we just want to point fingers at something. But in this documentary, it really explains that like in just terms of cattle, they, and because of commercial farming, that is the issue, but they are also the solution. And they talk about like, uh, before things became commercialized and we started to put all these, you know, we need more. So like mass amounts in small areas where they're just ruining the land and the soil because it never gets to go through a grow process. And then you have, we have to feed them. You know, we talk about water and how, how much you have to, 
how much you have to feed them just to supply the cows that then supply the entire uh, country. Well, um, <laughs> you do that. And then all that feed is coming from what? Commercialized crops doing the same thing. We, they need diversity, microbial, like the soil needs diversity with fertilizers, um, which would come like from uh, composting, right? Like all kinds of stuff, all kinds of plants, all kinds of gra- natural grasses. But because we don't have any diverse, like diverse, diversity in the crop you're growing, you grow the same thing and they till the ground and grow the same thing and till the ground. And then to get it to grow that, you know, they spray it with a bunch of chemicals and they do it again. And that's also just ruining the earth where they're growing that to feed these cows that don't move anywhere and stand in the same area and aren't doing any sort of migration. They talk about a process that is for regenerative farming. I've like literally just bought like three books on regenerative, regenerative farming Cause I'm like, dad, we're going to do regenerative farming. He's like, Hey babe, we pretty much already do, but yes, read those books. (laughs) Um, but it's talking about, for instance, cattle. It's great to have more of a diverse group of animals. Okay. Um, because when they eat stuff and they poop it out, it's all a little bit different. It's not all the same thing. When you have, Okay, here's an example. Uh, in the Midwest, a long time ago, when like the buffalo would, they would migrate and they would be in a big, huge group and they would, but they'd move together. They would eat and they'd poop and then they'd keep slowly moving, right? And all of that, all the microbials from all the, the animals and the poop and they would eat and they would go back into the earth and then was really good soil and rich soil and then new life, new plants would grow and they would migrate. So you can, it talks about and it's promoting in regenerative farming or regenerative ranching. You obviously need to have the amount of space for it, but condensing your animals to an area and then every, every day or every other day, you're basically going to move them. You're going to migrate them right? So they kind of eat everything you have there. And as you move them to a new area, then they've, you know, left poop behind that kind of fertilizes that area. And they don't really, by the time they get back around to where they started, they have new, new plants, new grasses to eat, um, to get an area that has, it's already ruined and you need to get the soil back to life. It takes time but it is talking about how you almost need the livestock, the, you know, the cows, the bison or whatever to walk on the earth because it kind of naturally breaks up the earth without big tills that just like chop it up. So they poop and they walk and it sort of gets everything, you know, the fertilizer, natural fertilizer into the earth. And that's, I mean, it's just, it's a whole process. But we're really in a real pickle because well, because everyone's like adapted to how to mass, you know, cheapest mass produce, all of that. Well, and I like I was talking and as to Americans, I feel like we're eating too much anyway. One hundred percent. Anywhere you go, they're like, "Oh, you're American. You need to eat more food." <laughs> um, but I was thinking about this because I was, you know, I'm being from like Southern Utah, 
and anyone who comes from it's not just being in utah it's like ranchers or farmers i mean like california right like it's like the salad bowl of the united states like all the lettuce is down there all the all the berries are down there everything is you have these families like being a rancher or a farmer is such hard work oh my god you know it's not like we just all of a sudden got to this point it's been over many years where everything's been adapted to have to adjust to try and feed everybody and no one really maybe they didn't know but or so they also just didn't really care because big big money you know they don't give a shit (laughs) clearly uh, because they just want to get paid and then you have a lot of people who have farms where if they can get a guaranteed check where like you you only grow this one thing here's your money like that's that's um stability for family that's stability for life you know it's very hard to now all of a sudden it's like just go in and wipe it out yeah and it's like uh okay, so we have this issue with like commercial farming. The issue, the, the solution is not to get rid of, the fact that that's what a lot of people want to say, like just all, just now make fake meat, you know, like that's the solution. Actually, it's not because do that, we've already ruined everything. And the only way to fix it is we have to re, we have to focus on the soil regenerate and we have to regenerate everything. it. If you just ignore it, it doesn't, if you just like, you know, just deem something, cancel culture, deem that like you know cows or whatever is bad that's not it it's the consumption it's the mass consumption and then it's the way that it's being commercialized and you think about okay well then what else could we do well the government if they decided they wanted to you know somehow jump on board of like cutting back a lot of commercialized farming and ranching i would it just i was like can i i could just imagine them being like okay done and I think to myself, like all these families that have, they, they rely on that and they work so hard, you know, in that industry or producing this, producing that. Like you think about all the families down in like Watsonville working. Mm-hmm. It's, it makes me, it makes me sad that on like a, I feel in media on a big scale, it's being communicated in terms of ranching and farming that like, oh, you're the, pro- that, that's the problem. And it's like, no, you're uneducated. And I could even say, like, I was uneducated. I never thought it was the problem, but I never actually understood that it's just, it's the commercialization, you know? And that, in fact, the cows are the solution. There's other solutions too, you know? Um, There's amazing things that are being done and studied with mushrooms and all the different types of mushrooms and what they do for the environment and for the atmosphere and for, you know, carbon and storing it in the earth and everything like that. But just the process of like migration and, you know, big, um, like farm animals, what the, the role that they play in also the process of like pulling carbon down and storing it in the earth is a very big one. So to just cut it out and just deem it as like, that needs to be gone completely. Like you're very naive. <laughs> right. You know, it sucks that we're at, that at a, as a, just in terms of our country, that we've gotten ourselves to this point, but just ignoring it or just now saying we're not doing that anymore and trying to just do something completely different. That's not how you solve it. 
So you got to like own right. up to it <laughs> and then, right. you know, find a new equation. And when I was watching Seaspiracy, it's like, all I could think of was like, right. It's one thing to screw up your own land, but as far as the ocean goes, that's going to, that's everybody. Yep. That's internationally. 100%. And yeah. like what one of the guys said is he's like the best way they're like, you know what? It will regenerate, but the best way to like regenerate and fix the ocean is to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, already just trying to think of like, um, I don't know, when you watch it and you see just how many areas, how many boats, how much life is being taken, one, taken out of the ocean for food, two, being ruined in the path of, you know, as like bycatch or the, the reefs are dying, the, all these things. It's like, uh, is it really that, is it really worth it? No, but yet no. how, <laughs> what, for one, the first thing that has to happen for this to change is People actually have to talk about it. The fact that these big organizations, sorry, <clears throat> big organizations. Well, they're by the money. Of the I know. People that are making money. I know. It's, Start a GoFundMe, man. We're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And then I'm just going to, this is like a, this, I don't want to fully change the subject. So don't let that happen. But I just want to tell you what I was thinking this morning. Uh I'm sitting in the kitchen. I'm having coffee. My parents have like the news channel on the local news. And of course we're talking about COVID. (sighs) Yeah. It is, it is a real thing. It's a, it's a, it's an issue, but also I think that again, it's a great uh, marketing ploy and the, to even think about the amount of money that goes into just marketing that is also mind blowing. You know, we could have you know, world hunger, but make sure all the colors match and the text is the same and all the graphics are the same. Anyways, I'm watching this and it's like so many, com- so many things are like, you know, commercials and things promoting, like, make sure you get, make sure you get your vaccination. And I'm sitting there and I, I go, dad. And he t- looks at me and I go, you know what makes me so mad? <sighs> I'm like, we watch something like Seaspiracy, Right. And what am I, and we learn shit like this all the time, but like this, like how gnarly the, like the commercial fishing industry is and what's happening and how none of that has really been talked about unless you, unless you are the person that is in school for something, or you're already doing the research to figure that kind of stuff out. Everyone, the masses don't just know that we, you know, we see the organizations like getting rid of straws and you have people that are like, yeah, get rid of straws. Like I'll do anything to help the oceans and the sea turtles, but never do we find out it's fishing nets. Right. Right. I just, am like, you know what, how the fuck am I supposed to trust anything anyone says to me in terms of government? Like 
yep, you guys, hey, go get your vaccination. Oh, you still, you know, actually there were some issues, but they're definitely fixed now. And you can, you only need one where you almost, you used to need two. Oh, wait, sorry. Excuse me. Just kidding. We are, you need two. It's like, um, I don't know who to believe ever. I know. I know. It's literally terrifying. I know. I feel the same way. And all, all people do is like, just uh, for, you just fall just in line. Listeners that, that are saying, you know, well, there's been this many deaths to that. Yes, there have. And, and Brooke and I are not saying that you should or should not get vaccinated. We're just saying that it's, I think it's important for people. I think people that are getting all of their um, information from the news, that that's dangerous. And I think, and just so that people know, I actually had family members that did pass away from COVID I, I, I use quotes because my grandfather was going to be 104. So yes. he was, he was pretty old. Um, and so it was, it was labeled COVID, although he had been bedridden forever. And my uncle who was, uh, not, uh, not very well also. So we're not saying that it's not a thing or, you know, huge conspiracy theorists or any of that. Um, and it's not political. Um, just because I think people automatically jump on that. If you, if you question anything, it's really interesting to me. It's, it's like, uh, if I tend to question, well, you know, what is going on with this and why aren't we open or why, you know, why are we getting vaccinated but still need masks and why are we doing this and not that? you get, like you said, you get so much information from complete opposite sides. But if you question it, you're automatically deemed as kind of deemed as, when in, as when in, this when side in, or that side. When in reality, Politically, what we are, what we are, yeah, in, in reality, what we are taught in school, what we're, what I was taught in college is you question everything. You question everything. You need to question everything. You need to get more right. information. And right. it's not so much that like, um, it's just that there's so much wrong with the world, right? We know that. Mm-hmm. So much wrong with it. Um, and there are things that can be done to change certain things, like like the fishing, right? We don't have control over that. But the people that do have control over it, why don't they change it? Because money. Right. Right. Because everyone's, because there's a lot of people, you know, but even though they all know the numbers, I'll tell you like, you're really killing us here. Why don't you change it? Okay. Well, uh, everyone has an angle. And so what's irritating is that I'm so sick and like, I'm only 31. So, you know, my parents have been dealing with all kinds of shit for way longer. You've been dealing with stuff a little longer than me. <laughs> also way longer. But it's like I'm just so sick and tired of in a way just being like you know you're just we're just in the middle of it and people that do have power just not doing what would make the most sense to f- make things better. Well, abusing it. You know what I mean? It's, um, yeah. 
it's really irritating. And well, so it feels very powerless, you know, and you have to ask my dad and he'll tell you that he's like, well, you know, COVID, this is his belief, right? You guys don't judge my dad. Actually, I don't care what you say. He doesn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> it's a real thing, but it's a lot of stuff is being, you know, used as a, a ploy of power and mm-hmm. marketing and we're just being fed so much information and then every time we go and do something it's just it's just cost it's just costing money and then you have like big pharma making a shitload of money if everyone gets vaccinated holy shit big pharma you win again <laughs> you win again you know <laughs> Oh shit, guys, better get it again. Oh man, you better update your vaccination card or you can never leave your house again. Oh, by the way, you have a vaccination card? That's okay. Still wear three masks. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 like it is an issue, but it's like, how, how am I supposed to, it's like, man, the government has really, mm, you know, they don't do much for me to like trust them. Like there's a lot more that goes on that's like, you guys don't do anything to like earn the trust of people. Like yeah. we're supposed to believe you? Because if you think about it, like all any of us has to go off unless we are in the middle of the fight, doing the numbers, watching the deaths, in the middle of doing the test. Unless you're that person, you only have information because you read it somewhere, you heard it somewhere. That's it. Right. Saw it on social media. <laughs> yes. Tons of really good information on there. You know, and it's like, it's not that, that you read it here or heard it there, but you think about um, how you watch the news of the world, right? You've seen the movie news of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how they used to get their news, right? People would wait for someone to come through town and they would read them the news. They would read them exactly what's happening here, 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 here. Um, you had less fake, you know, fake news being posted, like people like making their own news, like telling their point of view right. or whatever. It was more like matter of fact, like this happened, this person died. These many people are dying from, you know, smallpox or a, I don't know, what's like a really old sickness. This person was hung. But you know what I mean? It's like a, now right. you get news everywhere. Like everywhere. Well, and, it's, and it's opinion based. And opinion based. And, and um, with that, we're like, okay, you guys, that's why we also, that's why we need, to, we need to check everywhere. That's why we question everything. That's why you don't just watch one. You watch all sides. You get all the information. But then you learn about things like seaspiracy and, uh, <laughs> and a bunch of shit that's way above any of our pay grades. And then we learn how that's a huge, that's a huge thing. Like that's a, <laughs> that really explains a lot. Like that, it ties everything into one organ, like to one <laughs> thing, one activity. I'm sorry but for yet, laughing. no one talks. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm laughing at you. I'm losing my shit, man. Because it, I know. Because if anybody's watching this, if you guys watch this on YouTube, like when she gets, she's like, <laughs> <That's> so mad. <laughs> she's got her arms up. <laughs> And I can just see, it's like the thoughts are like just coming are. into your brain. They are. And they're just I'm frustrating my, you more. I'm just, I'm just like. Re- I know. It's like, it's, you're just spinning out. I feel like your brain's just going to explode. It's I just, know. it's sad. It is sad. 
It is. It's so sad. And uh, I don't know, you know? Yeah, we don't, we don't know how to fix it. But oh, you no, guys should no. really watch the show. You watch guys should it. watch Seaspiracy. Seaspiracy, you also should watch Kiss the Ground. Seafood, I know. So. <laughs> oh, my I told Brooke, I said, I already don't eat seafood, and everybody thinks I'm crazy, and Brooke's always trying to get me to try something, and I always hate, you know, well. I'll never, I'll never make you it. try something again, unless we've, unless <laughs> know, we've caught so, it ourselves. I know. Well, that's the thing, too, is, I, and I know that then there's the argument of, well, that it's more expensive, and blah, 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 blah. But I just, I think that if you can get your food locally, I mean, that's a start. That's a beautiful thing. Buying mass produced meat and, and fish and all of that. I think, I mean, everybody that, I think that try to limit that. Um, I've recently had a few meetings here in town with a friend who, potential business partner, worked with him in the past, but his family like his family among many other ones, but, and like my family were the families that settled like pilgrimage settled in Southern Utah and his family, um, have a lot of like big ranchers in the area. And he's been really looking into soil, like all this stuff, um, migrating sort of, uh, ranching and regenerative farming, regenerative ranching for years now. And he has a big goal with the area here to create, basically, get all of the ranchers on the same page, start transitioning them into regenerative ranching, and then get the whole area and like Utah to be feeding Utah, you know? Like right. eat local, create jobs, one, have more people, like get people, get, you know, kids. This is definitely more for like rural, rural areas or um, not in cities because it's a little bit harder, I guess, to have any sort of interest in agriculture if you don't really grow up in an area where you can kind of go and do that. But that really, and I never really thought about it. And I'm, I've always loved, like, I love ranching and farming and I, and I love going to the ranch and I, I love that I'm, I'm doing it with my dad. Um, he retired and we have the ranch and we have our horses up there and he, we run steers, but really just for our own family. And so we are, we are growing. We're going to get a, do a big garden up there. And then we, my mom, we butcher <clears throat> our own cows that feed our family and our extended family. You know, and I think that's a wonderful thing. But I never really thought about wanting to like get back into agriculture or farming. But I think the importance of having that, you know, getting kids more interested in that and regenerative farming and understanding, you know, the whole lifespan of, so, like how soil works and how we feed people and keep animals alive and diversity in plants and food and, and animals versus continuing to grow up in a an era where it's like you almost you know you'd almost there's kids that probably think like where you know where do chicken nuggets come and f- come from <laughs> you know <laughs> 
Like they don't know what did I happen. Think, think about it. <laughs> you know, where do eggs? So, oh, oh. What, kind of, what kind of sauce am I going to get? Yeah, hey, where where do eggs come from? The grocery store. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's so true. But it's, it's uh, like education and knowledge is power. And we can't really make a big change on like a big scale, but in your area or in your neighborhood or in your like communities starting, starting there, you know, can at least really be working to have like a trickle down effect of Mm -hmm. making some change. But yeah, it's, it's an overwhelming feeling of, wow, this is how I felt. Wow. We are so fucked. I know. It's like dread. Dread just yeah, comes over you. And and the Yeah, it bums me out a little bit. It's like, you know, yeah. you know, guys. You can't just, you know, I don't just want to do what you're you're telling me to do on the fucking news. I need to trust you. There's no trust with the people that kind of, you know. Yeah. run everything because they have an agenda yeah. for themselves yeah everyone's like wow this is a real downer <laughs> but it's reality yeah and it's important yeah anyways yeah. I'll, I'll uh i'll stop <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing uh for a while i will definitely continue to have these thoughts and just conversations in my head um oh, I can but see for them now happening. but for now uh, i'll stop doing my best to communicate them to you and all of you. <laughs> you don't have to. Well, we should go, you know? Yeah. You guys, hey, happy Easter, Easter, everyone. Yeah. Well, actually, this is going to come out after Easter. Just barely, though. Yeah. Or Passover or whatever you yeah. celebrate. Sunday. Um, It'll come after Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it will? Yeah. It'll come out on Tuesday. Never mind. Um... Yeah. Check out Kiss the Ground. Check out Seaspiracy. And remember, you're supposed to question everything. That's yeah. what you're and, supposed to do. And honestly, if any of our listeners have any more information, feel and free maybe, to send it and to maybe not, the rec- at gmail.com. And I would love it if the information was coming in a way that's like, um, it could even just be like your thought. Like maybe you yeah, just... Yeah, no, we don't need to be preached at. Yeah, no, I don't... We really just want... <laughs> We would love to hear maybe questions that you have. Like, be like, you know what? I was thinking about this, and I also wonder about this. Like, we would love to know that. Right. But thank you for listening or watching Thanks, and guys. watching me just spiral. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, fine. almost explode um, and talk way too much with my hands. I'm literally, uh, it's like I'm searching for answers with my hands. Like, am I reaching in a cabinet? Like you're just going to grab one out. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that back. <laughs> um remember to well, don't forget to yeah rate review uh, su- remember to <laughs> rate review rate, subscribe review, subscribe five, five star, star rating five star, star warning. warning warning and we'll talk to you guys next week yep bye, bye.
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.